0: BLOB TALK RADIO
1: What's up, everybody? Thank you for taking the time to listen to Will Takeo Sports here live today, uh, June the 28th. Hey, the NBA has released a schedule, so the NBA is going to resume. And Major League Baseball has let us know that they will begin play. Also, they will start play. So now we're just waiting on the NHL to confirm that the major sports League in the United States will be back in, up and playing again. I wanted to also let you know that on Mondays at 6 p.m. we're going to be doing a live show going to to be on Spreaker.com where I usually uh, where I was previously now back again as live sports I'm picking back up I wanted to do a parody of college football voluntary workouts before I bring in my friends that's going to join me on today's podcast I want to do a parody of what I think that college football workouts Uh, when uh, when the players got back and the coaches met with them. All right, here's my period. Welcome, young men. We are so happy to have you back for these voluntary mandatory workouts. So glad to have you guys back on campus. I want you guys to know that we are getting ready for 2020 season. Although there has been uh, social unrest and um, there's been a major incident in this country, we still are going to play football, and I want you to know that this isn't lost on us what's going on in the African American community and the social movement. Also, um, there is a global plan- pandemic, so the reason why we brought you back on June the first was because that we wanted to make sure that um, you know we wanted to get everybody back on campus and start. Since we didn't have spring football, we want to work out, get everything situated. Um, I want you to know. That we will be doing testing as we get ready for the 2020 season. So anyone that tests positive, will be well taken care of. And we also want to know that every, let every scholarship player know that we will be taking care of your families back home. We will send um, an extra $200 on top of your stipend scholarship check, and up to $150 per family uh, with additional siblings for your younger siblings also. So. And don't worry about it. You don't have to worry about being concerned about the global pandemic. We're going to take good care of you as we get ready for the 2020 season. And if you do test positive and while you're on the quarantine, just take care of yourselves. Do some light workouts and also study that playbook. That's my parody of what major college football programs have been telling their kids since June the 1st. Since they've been back on campus. <laughs> What's up, Lou? Oh, welcome in, Lou. What's nice up, Lou? Nice take, All right. <laughs> that's my parody of what the Cogs were. Yeah, that's my parody. That's just a parody. That's all it is. It's nothing yeah. real. I didn't hear anything. That has that's something I heard. All right, Lou, I told you, Major oh. League Baseball. I want to see you with my baseball guy. I told you, baseball was going to get a season in. They agreed to a 60 yeah, game season. What do you think yeah. um, Well, at first, how about that? You know, what, what is I your was, take on that?
0: Well, I'll say one thing. It came with a total surprise to me at first, you know, because I was in the middle of doing another show and we found out that it was going to happen. But, you know, there was a, a lot of, you know, back and forth um, uh, issues. Like, you know, the players didn't want a 60-game season. They wanted 70. Uh, the owners weren't going to give in to their demands and whatnot. So it was kind of like, you know, Going back and forth like a chess match and whatnot, but you know, and they and they uh, managed to come to an agreement. So um, you know, I'm just happy that baseball's coming back, and I think you know it's going to mean a lot more to the season. Uh, I mean, there's uh, so few many games. I mean, every game is going to mean is going to mean a lot more than say playing 162, because um, you know, for the majority of like say for April to July, it doesn't really matter much. So this is going to be a lot more intense. Being we have so few It game, will be, a, so, uh, it will be it. a
1: sprint to the finish. It will be definitely a sprint to the finish. Um, at some point yeah. in the future, we're gonna get uh into the off um, off season signings in baseball. Um, there were some major pitcher moves, some pitchers moved, some pitchers stayed, and also some teams that um, should be able to uh, capture that World Series title will compete. But also the NBA mm-hmm. resumes are gonna welcome and miss. Derry Wilson. Derry, oh, yeah. what's up,
2: brother? What's going on, gentlemen? How y'all feeling?
1: All right. Man, I'm feeling great. <laughs> feeling good. The NBA has made their return. Uh they've they released the Schedule D. Um, I really don't I'm gonna be honest with you, I don't know what to expect because it's been a four month late four months of mm. no basketball. Everybody started from scratch. Uh, we'll get an eight-game regular season, and then they'll do the seeding, the reseeding or the seeding, and get into the postseason. I don't know what to expect. I'm going to be totally honest with you. What is your expectations um, for when the NBA resumes?
2: Um, I think it's going to be a bunch of real knickknack injuries for people. Um, I think they're going to have guys that test positive even after it start. And I think at some point somebody's gonna get thrown out of the bubble. <laughs> That's what I think. I'm so serious. I, you know what I mean. I, the the fan in me hopes it goes well, just because everybody could just use some form of distraction right now to just kind of help them make it through the week. You know what I mean? But yes. human nature. Human nature tells me something is not gonna go right somewhere. It may not be something major. It'll just be something. You know what I mean? Minor, but. We've seen a whole bunch of people in a bunch of different sports testing positive and getting ready to do events and having to check back out, so we'll see.
1: Well, the NBA did their testing um, last week as they were getting prepared to go towards this bubble. I think that was already uh, known that they were going to do that prior to going down to Orlando, so that would give anybody that test positive time to do the self quarantine and then check in into the bubble and then they'll be everybody's gonna be retested when they get down there, so that's why they wanted to, do, to get everybody down there three weeks before they wanted to resume. So just in case anybody tests positive, that was smart on the NBA's part, in my opinion. But these are professional athletes; they should, I, I, I say, they should play. Yeah. They're professionals. It's the amateurs I have a problem with. Uh, Derek, you probably missed my opening with the parody yeah. when I was talking about the college football players coming back and the speech that they got in regards to, okay, yeah, we know that this is a voluntary mandatory workout, but we appreciate all of you guys for <laughs> showing up. So. That sounds like an oxymoron too. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, we know what it is. We know what it is. We know yeah. it's mandatory. Yeah, yeah. They can put voluntary on it if they want to, but we know it was mandatory. Steve Clemson has had a major, they probably had the largest uh, outbreak of players testing positive. Um, like so I said, I'm not, yeah, I'm not changing on my stance on amateurs playing during this global pandemic. So I want to ask you two guys, what what do you think about uh, the latest developments in college football?
0: I'll <sighs> uh, let you go first. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty ugly right? out I mean, I mean, you know, they are college kids that we we're talking about, and they have to get all tested. I mean, Clemson right now was a big mess. They've had like uh, 47 uh, positive cases. You know, I, I'm just glad though that you know it, the season isn't starting like tomorrow, because if it did, that'd be in real trouble. I mean, th- but on mm-hmm. um, but then again, you know, as more people do get tested, there is bound to be more positive cases. And unfortunately, it's going to spill over to the athletes, but that's the that's the risk that you know they're t- taking. I mean, I don't know what college footballs are going to do. I think maybe they can get this season started. I just hope they can pull it all the way through. But uh, for right now, it doesn't look too promising. But I hope things can change, because I would hate to see college football
1: go down the tubes uh, this season. Because some schools I think, have like canceled out I- already. But, like, a lot of well, one HBCU, I know for a fact, said there will not be a 2020 college football season for them. Right. Um, trust me, the football, the football powers and the Power Five Conference are going to do everything they can to at least get the full schedule played. I don't know about bowl games, if it's a second wave or third wave, rather, that comes back through. But they will try everything they can to get a college football season. That's why they did the voluntary workout, get these kids tested, just in case yeah. they might test positive, and then – get them in quarantine and then get them ready for training camp and all that stuff. Listen, the parody I made, it, it was supposed to be, it, it was supposed to be a joke, but it's seriously joking to be honest with you. Dee, what is your thoughts mm-hmm. about the college football season possibly starting on time with the voluntary workout thing that they doing and trying to get a hurt ahead of the situation?
2: Yeah, I think it was stupid. I think it was stupid. I think it was, uh very ill plan and i think you're going to see a lot of people be very disappointed cuz i'm honestly I, i'm i'm with a couple of nfl players that i heard talking i don't see it being football mm-hmm. this fall i don't i don't see it being football this fall unlike all these other sports you got too it's too many moving parts that are humans that you got to try to account for to play a football game you got officials uh-huh. You got chain operators. You got, you know what I mean, the medical staffs. You got the trainers. You got, you know what I mean, the TAs. You got all of these people. Plus, you talking about this is just the college ranks. And plus, you talking about kids. I don't care what nobody says. you 25. You're 22. You're still a grown. You're just a grown kid. You're just a kid with a license to do stuff that adults do. That's pretty much it. you a male and you're a football player and you pretty much have people sucking up to you most of your life, you just a grown kid. That's not a knock on them. I'm just just right. you know what I mean kind of stating the obvious. I don't see it being I don't see football being played on time. I honestly, as sadly as I hate to say this, I don't think it's gonna be football played period. I think when we started hearing all these NBA players bowing out of even returning for their season and they are they probably have More control over their situation than probably any other sport. It didn't bode well for everybody else. It really didn't. It didn't bode well for everybody else. You got all of these numbers that are spiking all over the places, and all of the numbers that are spiking are mostly in the South where everybody is pushing. Football, we want football, we want football, we want football. Listen, man, make sure everybody is safe and healthy. Listen, watch reruns. Do like ESPN doing. Listen, replay a whole season. Just replay it just like it came on last year. I've been watching all the greatest games on NFL Network. It's just like watching, hey, it's football. Somebody getting hit.
1: Exactly. But, D, let me say this to you. I I, I think I'm going to shock you and Lou. I know right now in the area I'm in outside of Atlanta, there are high school teams that are preparing for a 2020 football season. When I tell you that shocked me, I am shocked. I cannot believe any parent would, I don't know, because they haven't heard according to uh, someone who works closely with a particular high school they haven't heard whether there's going to be a season or not, so they're getting prepared because it gives the kids something to do. I don't. I, I'm stunned that any parent will sign off on that. I, I'm serious. I'm very. That's I, I'm stunned. Man. Any parent. I,
2: I'm. I'm gonna tell you why I'm not stunned. One, I see that happening all over Tallahassee. And I ride around. You see fields yeah. packed with kids. That's the first thing. Mm-hmm. The second thing is, really, there are two things you got to take into account when you're talking about this stuff. There are a lot of parents who really don't give two cents about their kid's health. They're looking at their kid as a meal ticket. And there's, listen, there are millions of parents all over this country who feel like their son is gonna be the next big thing, and they not taking my son football away from him because he gonna get us out of our whatever situation they're in. That's a sad thing to say, but you know I'm telling the truth. So, so that's I know the first you thing. Second first thing the second thing is mm. our government ain't setting a good example of what they're supposed to and what they're not supposed to do they steadily opening up stuff so everybody feel like it just it's okay like my son was supposed to go to a basketball camp and i, th- I thought about it for about five minutes hey no you ain't going to no basketball yeah, camp yeah, dude like well they ain't gonna be wearing no mask but we're gonna make sure they keep their distance how is that even physically possible you can't make yeah. kids keep their distance out of camp. They're going to be sweating mm-hmm. and breathing on each other and coughing mm-hmm. and giving each other doubt with no hand sanitizer and slapping each other's butts and stuff when you make a good play. I'm like, man, who Ew. do you think you're playing with? <laughs> yeah, so, that, no, that's, 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 yeah, that's,
1: that's – Lou, your thought? Well, I mean,
2: you
0: yeah, know, I don't think so either.
2: Yeah, I guess it's not. But
0: it looks like, um, you know, because, you know – I. Well, here in the Northeast, though, it has gotten better. I mean, cases have gone down a bit, so we're, we're we're getting better. But the South and the West, you know, that's another story right there. And I think it's more concerning in those areas than the rarity here. Unless they can find some way to, you know, spread them all out together, especially in the stands, I think we're going to see a big problem with uh, college football. I'm more <laughs> concerned about college football season being uh, disrupted than the NFL.
1: I don't think there will be a college football season. I, I, I said this back when it first hit. I didn't think there would be a college football season if it was. I think they'll be playing exhibition games by region. I just don't think you can, like you said, D, um you just can just monitor all that travel, all those moving parts. The NFL is getting a season in. I don't care if it's 12 games or 10 games. The <laughs> NFL is getting a season in. They're going to do everything. If they got to go to Europe and play, they're getting a season in. Uh, college football, I think, is a different story. But it, again, it speaks to what's important uh, in this country, in this society. You know that that's sad that yeah. in you know the HBCUs have made it clear. I haven't seen an HBCU post a workout, post anything about when the kids come back to campus. I'm talking about just regular yeah. students, forget the student athletes. So I just think. It's all about what they can do to to get as much uh, out of the, uh, I guess, as much money out of the situation without without losing too much. That's my
2: thoughts on that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, the HBCU is not to make a, a, a racial issue. This is just kind of a global thing right now for everybody. But I think they yeah. have a little bit of a different take on it just because of the impact that corona has had on the black community as a whole, and how um how it's being treated in the community as far as the kind of care that people are getting, even though they're football players, you gotta remember HBCUs ain't the big money schools like the other schools they have no, regular cool. facilities and you know what I mean they have like regular access to health care like they they don't have their own specialized doctors and all of that stuff that they can just call in the middle of the night and be like, hey, we need you to come get such and such two quarters on shot and drill his knee out so he'll be ready by Wednesday. They ain't doing that. So, you know what I mean? I think they're taking a more cautious approach that everybody else should, but they're just not going to because they don't have to. Yeah, that's the sad part about it.
1: That's the real sad part about it is that it's not looked at um with the same seriousness that uh that's unfortunately forced on the black community or any minority community for that matter. So it is what it is. I right, guys, the NBA wants to make uh wants to use their platform the players do rather. They want to use this platform to I guess keep the awareness going or keep uh keep it in people's mind of the movement that they're trying to do. They're thinking about um adding different, I think it's different causes, it's replacing the the last names with different things on the back of the jersey. Lou, what is your thoughts about that? I'm going to go last because mm. I got a real interesting take about it, but go ahead, Lou. Hmm.
0: So wearing that on the jersey instead of names. Well, if that's what, if that's what they want to do, that's what they, that's what they want to do. I mean, I have, I have no problem with that. I mean, it's just part of the way uh, things are, are going now in the, in the sports world. So if, Whatever they choose to do, I'm fine with it. I got no problem with
1: it. Okay, D. Go
2: ahead. Yeah, I, I, I actually think I'm with Lou on that one. Um, I don't really have a big feeling about it either way, just because. To me, with the name that's on the back of your jersey, don't really do a whole lot. You know what I mean? I don't mean I don't mean it to sound like I don't care, but. You know what I mean? There are names on the side of buildings and buses that don't really change much.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Thank you. I mean, just, just because we can see it, I, it it's it's kind of like with me with, with all the renaming of all the buildings and all of this stuff. What does that really do? You know what I mean? Like, I see Nothing. people, oh, we getting the name of this change, and we we getting this change, and we knocking down this, and we knocking down that. Listen, man, this is not a building issue. It's not a, a message issue. You know what I mean? Because this ain't a message that people don't know needs to be heard and that exists. This message has been going out since the first slave was freed. You know what I mean? People just want to mm-hmm. be you know what I mean? treated fairly. And all of this extra stuff that everybody's doing, to me, is taken away from what conversation really needs to be had. Y'all want to have a conversation? Bump what kind of name you got on the back of your shirt. I don't care what the name of the high school is. Or the high school been named that for 200 years. I don't care. Is it going to change the people exactly. that are inside the school, or the people That's who make the decisions, point. or the people who change the funding for the school? All of that other stuff don't really mm-hmm. mean much. It's just a show to me.
1: I'm um, I'm with you one thousand percent. One of my favorite comedians, and he is a social. He was a civil rights activist. Uh, Dick Gregory said, well, yeah, That's "That kind her. of stuff don't, That kind of stuff don't mean nothing to me." It's the people that write the laws and the legislation I have a problem with. I can give two flying whatever about uh, a T-shirt that says I can't breathe, a social post, a social media post that says bringing highlights to a situation. I don't even care for prominent white actors, white singers, uh, politicians or even athletes say black lives matter. None of that stuff matters to me. What you put in legislation and what you make law what matters. That's what changes matters. this country. That's what matters. So, to me the NBA players, you just shouting, you you just shouting uh, as they say to the echo chamber. You just right. making, just making a bunch good. of noise. That's it. And to me mm-hmm. what's more offensive than anything else is to hear these prominent white actors say black lives do matter. I don't need you to say that. I need you to use your political influence just like you would if you wanted a green tree uh the, the green initiative or if you wanted to, to highlight uh, right. anything that, that would give you that would that promote the agenda that you want and put more money in your pocket and how you go sit in front of Congress and do what you need to do. I don't care about your social media posts. I don't even care about you writing a song. I don't care about you making a commercial. I need you to use that political influence that you use to help get uh, legislation and law on the book. That's what I'm about. I don't care about the NBA players doing this. I really don't. To me, you're missing a point. You're missing an entire point. The protests in the street are great. Tearing down statues to me is just the dumbest thing ever. Leave them statues there. They've been there that long. <laughs> we learned to ignore them it's just it's, it's just like the confederate flag man that thing's been flying for the longest bro I'm in the south I'm from the south I've seen the confederate flag on cars bumper stickers, hanging off, hanging off of buildings I don't care I don't even care if you drive down the street with it I just know as long as you don't bother me I don't bother you we know what it is it is what it is so none of that stuff bothers right. me but when we do all this extra. Well, we gotta take the high school down because Robert E. Lee was this. Man, Robert E. Lee was that when they put that name up there, they knew what they were doing. Come on, dude. Exactly. You you mm-hmm. making this a us versus them when this should just be a simple equality situation. We it's, deserve it's a the equality shit. of being Americans. That's it. That's my that's all it's I gotta say shit. about that. So the, Yeah, the the the
2: the Whatever they get ready to <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're going yeah. to tear, tear down that. That's like, okay, like, we're, we're on the radio, right? Me and you sitting on the radio, yeah. and we having a conversation with Lou. Right. Mm-hmm. That's how That's how change starts. No matter if we disagree or not, the fact that we can sit on the radio or on the phone, have a conversation about something, at least at the end of this conversation, if I say something, I might offend Lou without trying to. But if Lou come back and be like, Hey, I got offended because of this and I didn't understand it, can you explain it to me? That's how change happens. All of this stuff that they doing don't really mean that. And I, I like something that you said about changing legislation, but you know what will make a bigger impact if you change the people that vote these people in, then you can change the people who get in office. Very
1: true. So it's
2: it's a hard issue. It's a hard issue. America has to look at it at its heart. Mm-hmm. What in your heart, because I don't care what nobody say, everybody is, is born with a, an innate sense of right and wrong. I don't care what somebody tell you. There's something in your spirit that tells you if something is right or whether it's wrong. Now, what you choose to listen to is the decision that you make. But you come out of the shoot knowing some things are just not right. And you know that when some things are just a benefit to you and when it's a disadvantage to others, you don't even have to tell a little kid that. They can tell that by three years old if they can get over on parent A more than they can get over on parent B. So they know all this extra yeah. posturing that the players are doing, even the bickering between the players that got on my nerve. Because to me, you know what I mean, like like Kendrick Perkins and all these guys that are going back and forth, what is that really helping? You are, y'all you are on their foot about who's doing the most work. And ain't none of y'all really doing anything but making it yeah. look like a bad situation because it, it looks like we can't even get along.
1: That's, and that's what they're banking they on, be- and that is exactly what they're banking on. D. They're saying they saying they can't even get together, and and you know what? Yeah. When, just like what you were saying about the bickering back and forth between them, you know what they're saying, and I, and I'm saying the legislators, they're saying we ain't got to worry about it. It'll go away. It'll quiet down because you see they can't even get themselves together when it should simply right. be a situation uh-huh. where if you're gonna if you're gonna have a stance in the NBA, I don't care if the dude waited to the last minute to make his opinion known. I really don't care. He made it known, and it's a valid opinion. Right. It's a valid point that he's making. Now, if you don't like the brother for personal reasons, for whatever reasons that may be, it is what it is. I had this That's conversation with somebody, and I had but but there, I had this conversation in regards to somebody when they they told me they they do a podcast about they want us to know these guys as people, um, and and not just look at them yeah. as just athletes or players in a uniform. I, say, I really don't care what he do off the court. I really don't care what he do off the court, off the pitch, off the field, off the diamond, off in, outside the box ring, outside the cage. I really don't care. If he wears a, if he wears a uniform on a team that I root for, I want to see him perform. He can be a murderer, and I don't care. A I just want to see that guy perform. I'm going to tell you why I say <laughs> that, Lou, because hey, I detach hey, <laughs> exactly. yeah. from who they are as humans, and I look at them Solely as the athlete, I'm rooting for for the uniform that they're wearing for the team I care for. I can't get into the person like, because if you want me to care about the player, then I got to care about the owners that they're playing for. See, you can't have right. it both ways. So people as say as that all the time to you. <laughs> right. You want me to ignore yeah. that the owner has has questionable ties with people in different areas but you want me to care what the athlete does off the field, which you can't have it both ways. If I don't care about the athlete and I don't care about who employs him and all I'm rooting for is the uniform, then you can't say anything. It's the same thing. See, people don't never want to tie the owners into anything in the and the way they run their organization and who their political ties are with. See, Mike said something about Jerry Jones, and he said he waited on him to say something. Jerry Jones ain't going to say nothing because Jerry Jones is cool with 45. But you gonna still root for the Dallas Cowboys, but you wanna hold you wanna hold Lawrence and Gregory to these standards or Dak okay. Prescott to these standards, but you have nothing to say about Jerry Jones and his times with forty five. You can't have it both ways. That's my point. I would agree. Yeah, that's that's my only point. So they, I know Lou, you, you it that murder thing probably threw you off, but seriously, we can't <laughs> we can't have both a... <laughs> yeah. I guess we mean too little hey. huh?
2: Hey, listen, they did it with Ray Lewis. Ray Lewis yeah, was an accused murderer. Yeah. Ben Roethlisberger was a two time accused rapist. Didn't nobody care. He was winning games. And, man, yeah, exactly. listen, this is the thing. That's like Will said. I agree with Will because this is the thing. If that's the case, then now we got to start dissecting every part of entertainment that you get. Because that's all sports is for us it's entertainment.
1: You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When
2: you're a little kid, sports are, oh, that's my hero. When you grow LeBron ain't my hero. It's just yeah. entertainment. It's something I can talk about with Will and Lou and Mike and, and at the barbershop. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? We can get a exactly. debate mm-hmm. and all of that stuff. But that's all it is, is our entertainment. So if we don't want to pick apart them, then, you know what I mean, we got to Pick apart everybody. I got to pick apart every person that was on the Big Bang Theory, one of my favorite shows. I got to pick apart everybody on, you know what I mean, Bazinga. Titan or whatever. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> so. Right. You know what I mean? That right. part just don't make sense. Everybody just do right. Lou, you, you got to pick nobody apart How about that. That's that, that, that's
1: pretty <laughs> much it, Lou. You had it. You you don't you don't agree with that, or you had something you want to add? No, I agree with it because I was referring his to his, his coming
0: for the Big Bang Theory. That's one of my favorites too. So I had to agree with him. on oh, that. Oh
2: man, awesome show! The Big got, Bang Theory. Love it. That's awesome. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I, I don't. And excuse me, for I want to. Yeah, I don't. I don't watch many white shows, but I like that one. You yeah, forgot the, Sheldon movie, to knock the series,
2: show the right?
1: show. I watched that show. Oh, the Young Yo. Sheldon. You said? <laughs> you forgot to do. You forgot to do I, the Sheldon I mean, knock. Oh, I no, don't know. I'm I don't know show. the show to knock
0: you. Oh, okay. Well, we'll explain it later.
1: <laughs> okay, yeah, you got to explain it to me later. I ain't that big <laughs> a fan.
0: <laughs> no, but I am. <laughs> I'm
1: a fan. I ain't that uh, big a fan. I get, okay, let me it. Ask you
0: guys. You know, it, but you, don't, <laughs> don't, you know it, but you don't consider it one of your top favorites. I get it. Okay.
1: Yeah, it ain't Sanford and Son, bro. It ain't good All times. Right. I'm sorry. I'm okay, still, I'll give I'm you still, that. I'm still on PV1. I'm still on TV one sometimes. Um let me right, ask you right. guys this. Um, let's get deep. Let's let's get real. It was a okay. news, but it was a news, but it was labeled not a news because it had been there before, and it may not have been right. intended for bubble wallet. That is the biggest crock of bull I have ever heard. That I'm sorry. Amen to that. I know. I know that's that's probably really hyping <laughs> that more than what it is because it's the latest situation. But to me, that is the most. For the top law enforcement agency in this country to tell me that a rope that pulls down a garage in the shape of a noose is a noose, but not a noose, and not intended for Bubba Wallace—that's a bunch of bull. That is a bunch of bull. Noose. <laughs> I'm gonna let you go first. Go ahead.
0: Yeah, it was. i bu- I wasn't buying that at all. That was just a. That was just a bunch of crap. I mean, really. It was there. It was there since what? How long was it there for? Nah. nah. Not buying it.
1: Uh-uh. They claim since the fall. They claim since the fall of 2019. And what Crap. really, what, what really, really crossed my skin is this. You know, Bubba Wallace wasn't the one. And for everybody that's listening, please hear this carefully. Bubba Wallace was not the one who we, uh, released the information to the media, nor was he the one that found it. That's facts. Look it up. NASCAR was the one that um, made sure they let him know, and they were the ones that released it to the media. All right, D, go ahead.
2: <laughs> hey, look, that's just one of them <laughs> things. It, 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 no, seriously, I'm, I'm going to say this because I mean it. That's just one of them things. It's just like when, when you see a live video of somebody committing a crime or doing something, and they come back. You ever heard that song, Wasn't Me? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's 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 kind of how that is, you know what I mean? It was like, hey, it 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 was a noose, but it wasn't a noose. We gonna leave it like that, so don't not y'all don't ask no more questions. You know what I mean? Come on, man, we smarter than that. It, it, everybody here eat at the grown up table. We smarter than that. It, it, I don't care how long I'm, it was I'm, there. It's a noose. Me That's a noose, and and the fact that the noose was found right after he made noise about. The Confederate flag and all of this other stuff, and you got drivers quitting left and right. Y'all really think people are that dumb? No. And then if they do, you know, what I mean, you gotta, you gotta think how they, how they must really feel about our levels of intelligence as people. Period.
1: Well, Let's, let's be just honest just, about the situation. That's be honest
2: as, as consumers.
1: It, but let's be honest, the They were, they were not trying to convince you and I or Lou if he's not a NASCAR fan, they're not trying to convince us. The people no, they were trying to convince they're. is the people that support them and saying, see, we got rid of the Confederate flag and we telling you that that wasn't the new. So you don't have to, listen. you're not racist. Cause you like this sport. You know what I'm saying? We want you to still be included. We, okay. We're trying to do diversity, but you still want <laughs> you to be here and support the sport. Don't feel bad. Cause you support NASCAR. So that was for that particular fan base. That had nothing to do with you and ID. They know we okay. were gonna still squint and say say, man, please don't play me like that, bro. That's a noose. Don't play you know what I'm saying? We gonna still say that. We're gonna be like, nah, bro, that's hey. news. They were trying to hey, placate to their audience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. I agree it's cool. With
1: I... it, it's cool. It is it, it's cool for what they want to do to make sure that they didn't lose all their sponsors or any sponsors that all of a sudden got a conscience. And want to say that we that equality matters, and yes, NASCAR. We see that you're making the 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 going in the right direction to make those improvements. So listen, I didn't really care, you know what I'm saying. If it was me, I'm not Bubba Wallace. But if it was Will Walker, the driver of NASCAR, and I had seen that, I'm done. I'm clean. That's okay. I'll be Colin Kaepernick and go do some ass on Nike about racial equality, but that's it. I would I just couldn't work it if I was th- <laughs> No, D think about it if we were working we working at Florida State we get in a truck right. and a noose is hanging or a rope is in the back and they say oh we use that rope for pulley But it's in the form of a noose. How long are you and I employed? No. I know I ain't employed that uh, much longer. Uh, That's all I know
2: uh, Oh, we're going straight to fashion office we <laughs> We leaving, leaving work We're going straight up to the, to the office I want somebody to explain to me why this is Because I got my lawyer on the phone right now and, and we about to get my money So I need an explanation yeah. today Not tomorrow, not next week, today
1: And hey, don't give me no nah, and, man, and, and we don't made. Yeah, we don't make noise about Hey, it's not equal here <laughs> We see things around the campus We want this change And then it's day, day. They comply and say, yeah, we've been trying to make these changes for years. And then all of a sudden, within a matter of days, there's a rope in the form of a noose. But they use it to pull whatever. It just happened yeah. to be in the back of one of our vehicles. Bro, I'm clean. I'm done. That's it. That's just for me. I'm done. I'm just done. Going down. I don't get it. Yeah. To me, a noose, to me, is a terrorist act. It is a It is a horrific symbol. It I don't even see I don't even like watching pictures of when they say this is you know, this is our history, this is what they did as sport. I don't even want to hear that. Because yeah. the Yeah Yeah what, what it down. caused in, in our community. Yeah, I just don't like it, period. I don't wanna hear about lynching. I don't even care about the lynching law. The anti lynching law to be honest with you because I already know what time it is with that. It's just like this hate crimes bill they got in Georgia. I already know what time it is. It's probably so much um, loopholes that they got to go through just to prove that it's a hate crime right. that it is what it is. Um, lynching is one of those things that really I just I don't I don't like to see a sign of a noose. I don't want to see a rope tied in a in in that way. No, and, and for me, you know, it's it just family history some things that I know that went on in my family that just really bothers me and the fact that it wasn't even it should if if things were equal in this world for people that look like me, that should have been horrific in nineteen fifty whatever. Hmm. Not you know what I'm saying, that's just the way I see it. I mean I don't want to yeah. get too deep into personal, but for me back in nineteen even then, it should have been horrific just to think of you stringing a human being from a tree like an animal, and you think that's happen. cool? It isn't. So noose don't work for me at all. I just don't. No. I don't. I don't get. It's the same thing with people comparing things to slavery, yo. I don't know if people really took the time to read uh, about our history and some of the things that were written by people that actually lived it as children, because you know they were so young when slavery was abolished, but they still remember even those first six years of their life and what they had to deal with. And to remember that some almost ninety some years later and put that in some type of written form or audio, that's horrible, man. It is just yeah. the movies glorify it for some dumb reason, and I don't know why we support it as black people. Man, I ain't supporting no twelve years slave. I refuse to. I just wasn't going to support like it. Me. That's just me. I ain't supporting <laughs> that. I'm not doing it. There's, yeah, there's nothing romantic or 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 should be on the big no. screen about slavery. Even Roots. I don't need. I don't need Alex Haley to tell me nothing. I I I, I read that. some of the things. But seriously, I to me slavery, man. Yeah. there Ain't nothing to be put on film. No. I already know what happened. I don't need to. See, I don't want to see the imagery. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just reading the pages right. just made me mm-hmm. a rich. I don't. I don't want to see
2: Twelve Years a Slave. Well, um, that just don't right. work Well, well no. Nah, I was gonna say this is this is what you have to remember. Um, you have to remember who wrote the history books. <laughs> and I say yes, that I, I say that without disrespect, but. The largest libraries in, in the modern world were in cities built by the Moors. If anybody knows the history about the Moors, the Moors were the most sophisticated race in Europe of of uh, mm-hmm. African people. It had spread to some of the most the most major cities. Those were the first universities that uh, are known to man, the first schools, the first uh, cities with running water and, and light systems and canals and all of that stuff were built by people who looked like us. So... You know what i mean there's a there's a long history, and not only that um just like um uh Jewish people, Jewish people have a very detailed history of the holocaust, and you know what I mean it's great for them that uh you know what I mean their history was preserved in such a way that they could go back and look at it and say okay hey this is this is what happened to us like they can actually put numbers to you know what I mean? The, the atrocities that were committed against their people. But the thing about slavery that most people never account for is, you can't even put a number on the amount of people who lost their lives who never even made it to the U.S. coast, because when the ships would get in bad yep. weather or it was too heavy, one ration, they just start throwing people over, whoever the weakest people were, they just yep. throw them over. That also. Yep. For the breeding islands that they had down in the Caribbean, that they would stop to the biggest, strongest people, whether they were brothers and sisters, mother and son, that they would drop them off to the breeding islands to breed because they wanted the biggest, strongest slaves. So all of this stuff yep. is stuff that you really have to dig hard for. This is very hard to find. Yeah, in the history book, you know what I mean. They, I've heard stories about the cane boiling pots where, if a slave got out of line, they heat a vat filled yeah. with boiling cane yep. and just throw him in in the square. And you know what I mean? So I I, I know that sounds a, a real graphic, but that's the history that people need to know, but most people will never know because it's never put in front of them. So since the history is not put in front of them, and especially with people who don't look like you, they're not going to be trying to find out all this stuff. They just want to know what the problem is. The problem goes so much farther than your next door neighbor. Like It really does. But it goes modern. so much farther than that.
1: The problem, not only that, D does it go beyond that. The problem even goes back to back to Africa when the rival tribes sold yeah. off their rival tribe
2: combating yeah,
1: to to the um, to those uh, in Europe yeah. and in in America yeah. and in South America. So a lot of people don't want to acknowledge that. I know a lot of black people say, "No." Let, let me tell you something. They couldn't infiltrate. Sure, the oh yeah,
2: they they, kept, so they were helping them catch them and steal them.
1: They was helping yeah, they, them. They and for, we were yeah. there were those that were captured and sold for goods and services. Not not even necessarily yeah. exchanges of silver and gold and money. It was just goods and services. Whether it was uh providing the latest weaponry or whatever it was, they were sold for that. And then yeah. they even turned around and gave away their land to the Europeans. A lot of people don't even want to talk about that, especially when they when you go all the way back, so we can't put everything on the Europeans and the, and and Americans oh, and things yeah. of that nature. We gotta even um, look back it, to back it, to it Africa off, where the uh, rival, uh, yeah, the, yeah, the rival tribes sold off members from the other tribes to be put in enslaved. It's yeah. it's horrific. It, it yeah, really it, is. It, and yeah. no, go ahead, D. I
2: tell you what. I tell you, I was just—I tell you what. People really want to learn something. Start reading. Go get books. Listen, because the information is in books. Start reading, and you'll find out that most of the people who were transporting the slaves could go no further than the beach because the the level of disease that was in Africa, their bodies couldn't even adjust to it. That's why they say that Africa is the white man's deathbed. I know that don't sound funny when you say it, but they're you know what I mean like even with COVID, COVID wasn't even able to invade Africa Africa because their bodies are so strong from fighting off stuff mm-hmm. like malaria and Ebola and like this is yearly stuff. Right. This ain't you know what I mean? Like something that hit the world. Like they have like seasons where this hits every year. So their bodies are so much different. So imagine imagine the body the strength and the um, the endurance of their bodies back then compared to now, because even now, the, their bodies aren't as, nearly as strong and as healthy as they were. So there was no yeah. way they could go in and just get people. You had to have help. So what Will just said is absolutely correct. It is absolutely correct. Yeah. Our, our history is so long and intertwined with everything else in the world. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's more yeah. complex. It's like reading the Bible, man. It really is. Yeah. So in America, in the, I mean, in America the best thing we can do is just listen. Take take whatever we got now and just make the best of it for everybody.
1: Well, you you mentioned the, you mentioned the number one. You mentioned the number one selling book in the world still today, um, and is definitely got some of the best stories and parables in it. Um, yes. And you said read. The One of the things that I I was taught as a kid, if you ever wanted black people not to know anything, put it in a book.
2: And, <laughs> that's
1: unfortunate. Nah, but that, nah, that, that, was that,
2: that was a twofold answer. Mm-hmm. You weren't yeah. supposed to know how to read. If they knew you knew how to read, they'd kill you. They, so you stayed away that's from it. Right. Which then gave, gave black people a kind of a hesitancy to want to learn stuff because I ain't trying to get clipped. Because I know yeah. how to feed So that's kind of a two way thing But it, I've heard that too
1: Yeah um, But what I was saying was You know reading is very is Extremely fundamental But I was referencing the Bible in, Because in one of the uh, Stories in Exodus Some of the people that mm. Did the first enslavement Were Africans That's the ironic part about it. It just didn't look like me. But anyway, um, (laughs) I just wanted because I've I've read some, I've read some uh, writings. Uh, I'm a reader. If you guys don't know that I read, I investigate things um, to have knowledge about it. Um, I don't take what somebody tells me to be gospel. I read it for myself. I, I had to be like that because of the home I grew up in. We had to, Learn um, and read to un- to have that knowledge because knowledge is power. But I read a-, a writings from an Egyptian doctor. He was a very good friend of mine. We played soccer together, casual soccer together, and he was a very good friend. And he gave me these writings in contradiction to the Ten Commandments. If you are a person of deep religious persuasion and you don't want to have an open mind and you don't want to hear an alternative to a situation, (laughs) I wouldn't advise you to read it. Yeah, I would not read it. Right. But if you are a person of open mind, and I'm not saying I was persuaded in no way, shape, form, or fashion, I just thought it was interesting to hear the view from an Egyptian. I'm going to turn this forth, but I'm just saying that that is one of those things that I just was like, okay, that's what (laughs) y'all thought it was. But I'm going to believe in the man that got me on this earth and created me. I'm just not going to believe in some magician and some magical writings that you have. So, But I hear your perspective. <laughs> That's all I can say to that. I hear your perspective. But I'm you know, I'm just saying, if, if you just want to be open-minded and just hear from a different point of view, I'm not saying it's going to persuade you. I'm not trying to persuade you. I'm just saying if you just have that thought process. And sometimes it's good to learn from the other side because one of the best conversa- some of the best conversations I have is with people that don't agree with me politically, and I listen to them. Mm-hmm. I listen to their point of view. Some of their point of views I'll never admit to this. I'll never admit this to them to their face. I agree with it, and some I, actually, I absolutely despise. But I'm willing to listen. Because I'm just interested in what their point of view is and how they see it. No,
2: seriously,
1: D, one of the, right. what, no, the, D, one of the things you learn help, is, you. one of the things you learn when you listen to those, when you have that conversation with somebody who's going to be respectful of your thoughts, you're going to be respectful of theirs, it's the way they view you right. that's really always intriguing to me. It's the way they view you. And I would advise anybody, if you can do something within the next month or so or within the near future, have a conversation with someone that don't agree with you politically, not, not based upon religion, not based upon race, not based upon sports teams. None of that Have a conversation with someone that doesn't agree with you politically and that will be respectful to the conversation, be respectful, will listen, and you will listen right. to them. And you will learn a lot of what they think of you. That would be my advice.
2: Because
1: okay. if you have, have conversations with people that agree with you all the time, you ain't learning nothing. I'm sorry. I'm all listening to the Democrats. That's so serious. That's why I'm listening to the Democrats. Because sometimes I want to just ask – I'm serious. I want to ask a, a person that's a Democrat, what about social – what about social welfare? And the, And nobody knows what I'm talking about. The Democratic Party purposely has an agenda – to keep us in poverty, you do know that, right? And then yes. people say, "No, no, no." They, they they look out for us. No, they don't. No, they don't. I don't agree with uh, getting up by your bootstraps without boots. No, they
2: don't. They but don't I do sure it.
1: don't agree with you handing hey. me everything. Hey. I always say the black people ever want. I know to what you supposed to hold on to. We should be independent. We should be independent. We should not be tied to any political party. Because if you're independent, you, you know the, the party that these that these two presidential guys
2: are trying to sway the most. You can be you've be been put in a situation to be independent. Right. Okay,
1: explain. Explain. I, I, I'm going to hear your thoughts. Tell me why. Tell me what you think
2: why you said that. D. I don't know if my connection bad. I'm, I'm fading in and out. Because... Okay. Yeah.
1: i right, Why do you say that when you were <clears throat> in the position to be putting in that position? Go ahead. Yes, you go ahead. Can you hear me? Or are you still fading in and out? I think we lost him. I think he, I think he's still going in and I think out. We did. But that's a yeah. But that's a that's a that's an interesting statement he just made. I. I just, I just yeah. wanted to hear his thoughts so what do you what what do you thought what uh, gave what, what uh, led him to make that statement but let's get into sports. We'll get into politics another day i was i want to enlighten everybody that listened to the show about something that happened over in the Premier League for the first time in thirty years. I acknowledge it in the title and in my description that liverpool um uh, football Liverpool football Club has finally won the top football league in their country in the u k for the first time in thirty years. Um, This was a foregone conclusion Um, once the season did resume over in the U.K. So congratulations to all Liverpool fans, Liverpool fans who actually support this, uh, my podcast that I do that they're waiting on me to talk about football. But I'm going to say congratulations to all Reds Congratulations Liverpool. You finally did it. Yes, you broke the two-year streak of my Man City Blues, my Man City. I'm a Citizens fan. Um, we finally uh been dethroned. Two year defending champion was not able to make it three, so I got nothing but love for Liverpool. They played the right way, they would. This was just their year, they started out on that mission. Mission accomplished, and congratulations! You know about football, Lou. I mean, about soccer, yes. You know, what Italian. do you know?
0: Well, I i fall English and Italian soccer, um, uh, uh, mostly. And it's about time that okay. uh, Liverpool finally finally got their got their tile waiting uh-huh. thirty years for that. That's one of the most uh, predominant um soccer leagues in all in all of uh, Europe.
1: Of course you go somebody oh, yeah. with Chelsea Liverpool. as with Chelsea as well. Oh Chelsea's doing outstanding and I got a little soft yes. spot a little soft spot for Chelsea because Christian ballistic um the, the the best American player in the world. Right. Um, he's getting yeah. a chance with a top notch European league that is huge, and he's he's actually making contributions. He's getting time on the pitch and a starting eleven or coming in as a sub. So, I'm really rooting for Christian Pulisic because I always thought that um, with our athletes in this country, we could we could play on the world stage of football. I always thought that. I just thought that we just had to pluck a couple of top athletes from the NBA and the NFL. Um, Young kids get them started early so they wouldn't play in the NFL or the NBA and uh, teach them the game of football and let them play on the world stage. And I think we can – I think the U.S. can rival any country um, in football if our top athletes play. Shoot, yeah. I think – listen, let me tell you something. If Jason Kidd – if Jason Kidd – uh Deion sanders or any of our top athletes that can get from that that have outstanding speed play the world's game of football we would dominate football Deion sanders on a football on a soccer pitch hmm. with that speed Tyreek Hill with that speed come on man and then we got guys that are six three six i mean 220 that's running four threes lavar errington Lawrence Taylor with that speed, if they played football, if they played soccer rather, man, we would dominate. That would be, we would have no rivals with that size and speed. Right. LeBron James playing, LeBron James playing soccer at that size and that speed, Dwayne Wade. I mean, man, it would be no match. We would just be too big, too strong, right. and too fast. But our top athletes play our top sport, the NBA and the NFL. So. That's the difference between us competing against a France or Brazil or Spain or UK or any of the other top of Germany or any of the, you know, one of those top soccer giants is that their top athletes play soccer. Our top athletes play in the NFL and the NBA. That's the difference. But I always thought we can slip one or two through the crack. I think Weston McKinney, um, he he he's good. He I wouldn't say he's an elite athlete, but he's a very good athlete. So he plays in the Bundesliga for FC Schalke. So, but anyway, yeah, that's just my thoughts. Anything else you guys want right. to add, or anything else you guys want to bring in? D D, do we have you back? I thought we lost you. I'm back, you man.
2: Uh, it's it getting weird, on oh, me, okay. man. I'm on uh, I'm on Skype. Yeah. I got this new phone, man. Yeah, my phone is real weird. Uh, on me. Let me ask you. I'm tell hey, you about I, it I, I brought up. <laughs> I bought up. I brought up some
1: examples of top athletes. Possibly, if they play soccer in our country, I thought about you know Dion, Levar, Aaron, Lawrence Taylor. Some of those, I mean, big guys that ran awesome forties in the NFL Combine. What do you think about that? If our top athletes played soccer, I'd say right. we would dominate the world in that sport, but what is your thoughts? It
2: it it, it would it would be a sweep, bro. It would literally be a sweep. Think about it like this. Imagine a soccer team that had Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, uh, Dwayne Wade, <laughs> John Wall. Yes. Russell yes. Westbrook. Uh, yes. You know what I mean? Like, just, just naming that small proper players, man, it would be absolutely ridiculous the amount of speed, versatility and power we can throw out at somebody. Imagine somebody kicking the ball way over everybody else's head and LeBron James is streaking down the middle of the field. There's nobody that can slow him down. Even if they got in the way, he can no. run you over. <laughs> yes. There's nothing you could possibly do. So no, I, I think I think it would turn into uh, um I think it would turn into dream team all over again. It really it would. would it's, it's the only product so the, the, only... the world would have with that it would take it would take their skill level longer no. to catch up because it's not something that everybody already did. That would be their only thing.
1: No, there's a, a there's a country the
2: though.
1: Day. But there's a country and they are mm. that they are that now. That's France. France with Paul Pogba, the yeah. two uh, and Pepe. Uh, those big kids that play in their center back, and then they got uh, uh, Mendy. They got all these guys that they, they yes, they are um, they are immigrants into France. Um, they, they 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 are of African background. They you know they they moved their their parents moved into France when they were young, or whatever. But they're French. They're just like Tony Parker and all those guys. But when I look at France, that's what I see. America could have been. When I look at Francis' football team, it is Paul Pogba is LeBron James at 6'4", about that two twenty, 210, 215 range. He is unbelievably skilled. He is so big. And then Pepe is Tyreek Hill. If I can kind of put you guys Mm -hmm. in that mind. He is Mm. lightning fast. He has the most death touch. He's just 20 years old. He's going to be probably known. When he, when his body matures, his game matures, he will be known. And I'm going to say this, and this is not me hyping this kid. He will be better than Pele. He will, he will be known as the football player. Okay,
2: okay. He, and Pepe
1: okay. is, he is on. I this kid's pace and speed is. I love this kid. I, I he plays for Paris Saint Germain. He plays for his home country team, but. He burst onto the scene about a couple of years ago when France made their uh, World Cup run. And him and Paul Pogba are LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, uh, Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, Shaq and Kobe. Whatever two pair you want to put together in the NBA, that's what those two cats are for the game of soccer in France. They are unreal. They are that good. So if you – have a time on YouTube for everybody that's listening. Look up Paul Pogba and, and Pepe. And they are just, and then they got Anton Griezmann, who is that, their Larry Bird or their Steve Nash or anybody that you know that can dish the ball or, or spray the ball yeah. around to different guys and get, man, that's who Antoine Griezmann. So France is that team that I look at when, if America's best athlete, athletes play, we would be France. But France, I love France. That's my that's my team I root for. I used to root for Brazil. I still root for Brazil because Brazil has the highest African population of um, of any country uh, in the world. Their African population is almost rival to their I guess you can say their European population. It's like forty nine point something to fifty point something. So I always rooted for Brazil. Plus they're just all going good. <laughs> Brazil is awesome, man. That's a place I wanted to visit. Rio. Rio. I
2: always to visit Rio. Rio. You don't wanna you don't wanna I go right now?
1: No, I don't wanna go right now. But I think everybody knows uh, what I'm talking Nick, about, just if, if you don't if you don't right. know what Rio if you don't know about Rio, just, just right. look at Tom Brady's
2: wife.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. uh, look at her. Uh, go watch it. Go watch Ludacris Go watch Luda, video pimping all over the world.
1: <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Rio. His name yeah, is Brazil. Is M Pepe. M-P-P-P. Kellyan Kellyan M Pepe. M M B A P P E. Kellyan M Pepe. He yeah, plays for Paris Saint man. He is. He is just. He's unreal, man. He. You. There are very few guys, I think could translate to American sports like football. I think of him. Of course, I think of Usain Bolt, I'm not, and that's not soccer. But anyway, yeah. I just think of their speed and how it would translate to the NFL. And Pepe would be an all-star wide receiver in the NFL. He's that fast. And I'm not kidding. This is not hype. Just watch him. He run past everybody. And that's trying to control a ball at his feet. Just think about the speed. Think about how skillful he has to be. And he's just running past people. He just, shoop. and then he plays with probably one of the three best players in the world. That's Of course, that's Neymar, who is Neymar. I mean, yeah. he's a Brazilian. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's not – that's and Neymar is Neymar. I mean, you know what? He was close friends with Kobe. I don't know if you guys knew that. I don't know if you guys knew. Kobe was a big soccer fan. He was close with a lot of those guys. Yes, he was yes, close with uh, Ronaldinho.
2: Right. Yeah, don't he he own a couple of smaller soccer clubs? I know he owns a couple of Italian basketball teams. Yeah, I knew that. Oh, man. See, man, if y'all want to watch football, that's football on right now. Just like the 49ers and the Ravens playing. (laughs) Jimmy? I think Will dropped off this time.
0: Yeah, I think he did.
2: Okay. You talked to Walter or Mike?
0: I haven't talked to him in a couple of
1: weeks.
2: I gotta call Walter. I to Walter. I was Walter. To the show.
1: Oh, oh, there
2: you are. I was talking to yesterday. I was yeah, I was I had Walter watch. yesterday. I had a,
1: yeah, I had a tornado watch in the area, so I wasn't able to join. That's the oh, thing yeah. play with the weather. The weather in the RRS. I don't play with them two things.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah we had
1: Chris, that
2: brother down here too. We kept having an How you compare? Out- How like, oh. yeah, do you like? You don't they both do damage.
1: They both do serious damage. <laughs> <laughs> <They both laughs>
2: don't play cause with cause them. With they weather, they, 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 they both leave, leave you home. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. I'm oh, talking man. about home, home. <laughs> it yeah, could huh. be. Uh, Lou, how's your show going, Lou?
0: Show's holding it's holding its own right now. I got you know, I did the show last night and we had a decent amount of callers and of course they're all mm-hmm. excited that baseball's gonna be back in uh NBA. If you get a free Saturday um, after um, next week uh try a call.
1: Yeah, I'll I'll I I gotta put it on my calendar because, bro, Saturdays are the that day, I just relax. I don't think about it. But i put it on my calendar. Matter of fact, send me something so I can put it on my calendar. Like, send me an event reminder or something, but I'll put and I can mission. put it on my calendar. That'll mission. work. Oh, but, Lou, let me get you. Yeah, exactly. That's what Walter does. Lou, let me ask you. Uh, you're yeah. a Yankees fan, right? Right. Okay, you spent a lot of money. But y'all spent a lot of money in the off season. What are, what, what are the prospects for the Yankees for this uh, sprint to the finish? uh with major baseball. What are you, what are <laughs> well, your thoughts on their prospects?
0: Well of course we've always had a solid minor league system and I think you know it'll can it'll continue on. But I'll be honest with you, nobody has a real advantage this year, you know, with the sixty game schedule,
1: so anybody can take it. But um I do see the A what about, you know, well, coming let me ask you a question. You. What about teams with a solid what what about teams that got a strong pitching rotation? Uh I e you guys didn't you guys add Garrett uh Garrett Cole? Mm-hmm. We do. That will make it even stronger. And I am projecting the to of the in. World Series this year. Oh, you are yeah. against yeah, the Marlins? But
0: don't, but the Marlins? No, no. The Marlins are still going to be a dumpster fire. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, 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 no. no, no. I, I know the Marlins have no shot. We still got a farm. We still got a farm team. We still, we still building. Derek is still trying to mm-hmm. build a team down there. Yeah. Uh, what are you is going to so happen far? with Giancarlo? What is going to happen with Giancarlo Stanton?
0: Yeah, that's our. That's I think our Achilles heel. He's got to get his game work. He's got to get his game up to speed. That's our only problem. But again, every team has an Achilles heel. But unfortunately, Stanton is ours. I knew he's got problems coming up from the from the National League, because you know American League is a different style. So I kind of expected it. But he really has
1: to get. You up didn't have his a hands. problem. You didn't have a problem with the 170 strikeouts.
0: I didn't have a problem. You know, he's just you know trying to you know. You know, get over from national American American, and it's not you always that easy. Oh, Up, I see we're out of time. Will, I'll send you this message on your Facebook page, and I'll be back next week.
1: All right, thank you so much, sir. Good thank night, you folks. everybody for taking the time to listen. To Good night. Uh, listen, say a prayer for somebody because prayer changes things. Well, holla, be safe. I talk to you very soon. <laughs>